This is the Accounting Influencers Podcast with Rob Brown and Martin Bissett. With Rob Brown and Martin Bissett. Hey Rob, quick history lesson for you. Did you know that the first tax records were found etched on ancient clay tablets? Yeah, I've not realised how old you are, Martin, and the clay tablets are great though, but they're not exactly compatible with the latest digital tax innovations like making tax digital, are they? No, they're not. People weren't thinking future-proofing back then. But for our listeners, you know, if they're moving clients from similar old-school methods to digital records, there is a famously friendly accounting software solution for the UK's smallest businesses. It's funny you should mention that I was a judge at the recent Digital Accountancy Forum Awards, and that was a collection, Martin, of the great and the good in the accounting world. All the top networks, associations, alliances, some of the biggest vendors there. They were big on awards as well, and uh, it just made me think free agent is who you're talking about, isn't it? And they've won a lot of awards for their integrations and platforms about being really easy to use. And clients can use it on mobile or tablet. And not just the clay kind. Rob, where do accountants and bookkeepers go who really want to accelerate their client's journey to the cloud? What would you recommend they do? I'd recommend they go and get a free trial at freeagent.com forward slash tablet. Because once you get into this, you experience it, you see how easy it is to use. You'll probably be a client for life. Welcome to the show. I'm thrilled to have with me today an old friend, Alison Ball. Alison, hello to you. Hi, Rob. It's so exciting to be on your show again. It is great to have you on. It's been a couple of years, hasn't it? It has. And you're in a new place right now. We're going to talk about that today. But just for people that haven't come across you, would you just tell us a bit about your background and your areas of expertise? So when I think about my career, really, it's all about just helping accountants and bookkeepers be more successful. I spent 15 years at Intuit in the accountant segment, ultimately building their global influencer strategy. And now I'm at Lissio, the marketing director there. And what's really cool about that is that I still get to help accountants and bookkeepers be more successful. Yeah. Well, I was looking back and you've been on the show before. Yeah. And we talked about growth and branding strategies mm-hmm. for top accounting firms. Now, since then, the world has turned on its head and things are changing. What kind of shape do you feel the accounting profession is in right now? Oh, my gosh. It's such a good profession to be in for many, many reasons. Whether you're an accountant, a bookkeeper, or tax only, or you're an advisor, you're a consultant, you're a software geek. There are so many roles that accountants and bookkeepers play now, and they're really vital. There's an interesting stat in the United States that in the year 2020, so in other words, the year we're sitting in, 75% of the CPAs that are members of the AICPA, and they've like a million plus, Hmm. they're over the age of retirement. So they're 65 or older. So not only is there a huge need for the accountants and bookkeepers services and skills today now, definitely. Definitely in the U.S., there's going to be a shortage of accountants. So this is a great career to go into. And if you're already in the industry, then you know you're busy. Your services are in demand. How do you feel accountants have coped with what's going on with the pandemic? Because we think of accountant CPAs as super smart, but not particularly agile. And there's a lot of change going on, a lot of disruption, unpredictability, uncertainty. You're in touch with a lot of accountants across yeah. North America. How do you feel they've responded? Well, you know. It's been a challenging year. And for some, it's been really tough. So what we've seen in the US, Canada, actually, North America, we've seen entire industries, for example, hospitality, restaurants, bars, those types of things. They've been really hit hard during the pandemic. So if you think about the accountants and bookkeepers that support them, their businesses have been affected both on a financial level and also on an emotional level. There's still great work for them to do. I wrote an article about all the things that accountants and bookkeepers could do to help their clients sell in different ways. Okay. So 
there's a creativity and there's a knowledge that accountants and bookkeepers have that they can use for helping their clients sell in different ways, uncover new revenue lines, make better use of their cash. But there's also a flip side to this. So there's other industries like, for example, delivery services, home grocery services, internet businesses that have actually seen a huge increase in business. So depending on the niche that the listeners support, they're either dealing with clients that are in crisis, in which case they've got to be very creative and help them sell in new ways, or they're dealing with clients whose businesses are booming, in which case they're trying to keep up. But assuming that a firm has more than one type of client that they serve, there are some common threads that emerge if you look at firms that are doing well versus firms that are struggling. So the thriving firms have taken full advantage of technology. Everyone has had to provide client services in a remote fashion, right? We have not been able to go into our offices. And those firms that had everything on their office-based servers and that required staff to come in and work in the office, they didn't have a way for them to work from home. Those firms had to rapidly pivot. They would be in more pain and they probably sorted it out now. And then if you compare to companies who offered cloud-based services before, well, they transition was much easier. Mm. And then I think there's one more thing that maybe differentiates successful firms from ones that are still be struggling. And that's the level of transparency that's built into their systems across their staff. And so when you're working remotely and you're not able to just sort of walk down the hall and talk to your staff person or stand up and talk over the cubicle, if you're relying on email as your primary way of communicating with clients, this is creating a lot of friction. It's a lot of wasted time because the information is siloed. You tend to have several people working on the same client, right? Somebody might handle the general ledger. Somebody might handle the bank rec. They might do different functions, right? And so the challenge is if you're working remotely, you can't walk to the office or cubicle next door and ask the other staff person where a document is or what the status of something is. So email right now is my biggest thing that I'm looking into as a challenge because I think it's just creating so much wasted time and friction and it's not a great way to communicate with people. Yeah, we know for sure that email for some time has been a real drain on productivity, hasn't it? Yeah. And it's certainly not good for the customer client experience. It can be very detrimental because how do you find the signal in the noise, right? So you got to think about clients. So pretend I'm an accounting firm and I'm getting all these emails Mm. and then I'm a client. And well, the client's getting all these emails too, right? And so there's three challenges really. It's the volume, you just get too much, right? There's this transparency across staff members. I've already answered that a little bit, but to achieve transparency, if you're using email, what do you do? (laughs) You send more email, (laughs) right? So it's crazy. And then the other thing is findability and tracking. And so a huge volume of email just, it makes it hard to find things. You can't easily track an email task and it makes a terrible to-do list. So this is where actually some accounting firms really do have an edge and they're using these better systems to communicate with clients and it can create not only a better experience to the client, but also increase this transparency and trackability. And at Alicia, we've actually trademarked this term. We call it client experience 2.0. Okay. And the accounting firms that have adopted this method of working are very productive. Their clients are really happy. There's this feeling of that they report. They're just very relaxed and they just would never go back to the old way because most people don't think that they have a problem with email. How has the remote world that we are in now with the pandemic changed the client experience? I would like to say that for most firms, as long as you're a tech forward firm, if you're a traditional old school firm, I don't know. I mean, what is your client? Because accountants and CPAs will say to you, we like being face to face with our clients. We've got to eyeball them. We've got to shake their hand. We've got to be in their offices and live in their world. You can't do that 
that right now, can you? Uh, it's hard to do, but you and I are face to face right now. Yeah. And, you know, you're in the UK and I'm in California. So I think if you embrace the technology and you keep in touch with your clients. So if we're going to talk about client experience 2.0, just define for us client experience 1.0. Yes. As I'm thinking this through, I think there's really three experiences. Okay. There's okay. 1.0, right. 1.5. Ah, okay. You and got out of that one nicely. <laughs> yeah. Well, 1.0 is that kind of traditional firm that you think of. And a lot of the people that are going to be listening to your podcast today, Rob, worked in those firms and didn't like it. Sure. And there's very few ways for clients to get in touch with you if you're a 1.0 firm. Mm -hmm. And if you really think about it, there's very few ways. There's email, there's the phone, there's snail mail, and there's in person. Okay. Right. It's really very few ways. Those are the types of firms that tend to have strict deadlines and you provide your documents and then you get your financials, you know, 60 days later. So that's 1.0. 1.5 is the tech forward firm that wants to solve the issues of 1.0. But what happened was, is they went too far the other way. They adopted too many solutions. Now what's happening is clients have too many ways to get in touch. So you know that you have a problem when you've got to search through multiple places for where did that client send that doc or you clients are texting you. And what's really funny is when a client wants to text you and send you a document, they take a photo of a document. (laughs) Yeah. What do you do, right? What do you do with a photo of a document? I mean, really like think that through. How do you actually get that from your phone onto your computer, I think you email it to yourself and then you go and you print it out and then you, it's crazy, right? That's 1.5. And then 2.0 just uses a better system to control, to corral and organize and categorize and control the client communications so that the client has one place. And okay. it's an app. We know the Lysio app does give client experience 2.0 and everything's in one place. It's secure. It's not a clunky portal that clients can't even log into. A 2.0 firm is choosing systems that are based on the client's experience. So right? is it so obvious for a firm to know what level of client experience they're offering? You can ask yourself a number of questions. So interestingly enough, I've got an ebook. It takes you through the five questions you should wow. ask. Okay. But if you want to get in your mind what client experience 2.0 is in a different industry compared to an online banking app. Yes. How delightful is that? They're super slick now, aren't they? And it's been the quietest revolution ever. They've just been slowly, slowly, slowly doing it. But now you do it on your phone and you can even deposit a check. You can move money. You can pay bills. You can ask questions. You can talk to somebody via the app. They'll get back to you. Would you ever consider going back to the old days when you had to stand in line during business hours to to do all these things? But the interesting thing is you still can go to the bank if you want to. You still can go to the ATM if you want to deposit a check that way, if you don't want to take a picture of it. So I think Client Experience 2.0 as offering the client a choice and making sure that all of those choices are delightful. And Lysio trying to be that app, that interface that gives almost that banking experience and that choice to the client? Yeah, we're already there. It's there. <laughs> it's done. So I interviewed with all these different companies completely remote. Right. I got my job completely remote. I have not met anyone in person in my company. Isn't that hilarious? It is. And I've now been working there nine weeks. Sign of the times though, Alice. Crazy, huh? So what do firms need to do to improve the experience the clients are getting if they're not at 2.0 right now? Basically, there's a series of questions that you should ask to establish your client experience level because there might be some things that you're doing really, really well. And then there's other things that you need to improve. So once you know the steps and the good news is they're not difficult or expensive to do, then the technology can help. But really overall at a high level, it's a mindset 
mindset combined with using great technology. And the mindset is we choose solutions at our firm that are built with the client in mind. In other words, we don't focus necessarily on the firm experience first. And that's a challenge that accounting firms do is that all of the solutions that are shown to them are shown to them from the firm experience. Hmm. So ideally, you want one that's good for both. And then I think to see if a solution is client-friendly, there's a really good litmus test. <laughs> Ask your mom or your grandmother to see if they could use it. And if they can, great, yeah. go for it. If they cannot, then you should dump it and find a, a better solution. Oh, and email. You've got to look into a better solution than email to communicate with a client. And I don't think it offers a good client or a good staff that you're in. And do clients know what good experience is? Is it important that accounting firms educate their clients that they are getting a great experience? Yeah, there's a number of questions that you can ask. We're creating for our accounting firm clients series of social ads that they can send out. Well, the first one is, do you love your accountant's portal? <laughs> if not, call us. Those kinds of things, right? Does your client answer your questions within, you know, 10 minutes? Well, from experience of accounting clients, though, Alison, it's a lot of clients can tell you what they don't want, but they mm -hmm. can't always tell you what they do want. So in terms of great client service, they can't always articulate what that looks or feels like. Yeah. So I think it helps to have a few examples of how easy it is to work with you. So the first thing that people should do, and this is a to-do regardless of your client experience, every accountant and bookkeeper should do this. The first thing is to redo your messaging on your website so that it's not about we. It should be about you. It should not be we, 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 we. It should be, this is what you will get. This is what your issues are. We understand your challenges. We understand your business, right? You, 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 you. Include some happy testimonials from clients. And then you can point out, you know, we have an amazing app that allows you to send documents to us, scan things on the go and easily reach us when you need answers. I've heard it described as a VTY vocabulary, value to you vocabulary. Yeah, we there do you go. this, but the value to you is X, Y, and Z. And you should frame things really in the value because who wants yeah. to work with a firm that says, we are a 50-year-old respected firm who blah, 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 blah. <laughs> You're like, mm, so not me. We are in an app world, aren't we? We're in a mobile world. But I imagine some listeners are feeling like, oh, app overload. I don't have time. I don't have the bandwidth. What <laughs> advice would you give to them right now? They're liking what you're saying, but they're thinking, oh, another app. Another app, yeah. So the first thing I would say is there's apps and there's apps. Okay. And ask yourself, how long did it take you to learn your online banking app? It probably took yeah. you about a minute, didn't yeah. it? And the reason is because it was really good design. So when something is designed very well and is very intuitive, it's easy for you to use and it's easy for your clients to use. And yeah. so we don't find that we have a very long learning curve at all. We do spend time with the accountants and the bookkeepers who come on board to make sure that whatever data they want to bring over is brought over so that their client accounts are nice and healthy with the documents that they want their clients to see. But I think you have to ask yourself, what if you found some technology that was just super easy, easy to learn, easy to install, it was affordable, and it solved you headaches and all that wasted time with email. You're not hunting for documents. You've got transparency across teams. Clients are responding quickly to your requests instead of you know ignoring them or worse, sending you, texting you an unusable photo. <laughs> like how much time are you wasting? So I get it. I totally, totally get it that there is a concern about an app overload. But if you can dump a bunch of things that aren't working for you and you have one that really does work and it delights your clients, it's a huge differentiator for you. And it's a big competitive advantage, isn't it? Huge, huge. I think the CX 2.0 firms are going to dominate in 2021 and beyond because the word's going to get out. We're just about to cross 100,000 users. Mm -hmm. And so it's starting to take on a life of its own where clients are now saying, we came to you because you use Lizio. So this is really interesting. We predict that it's just going to be bigger and bigger. And I had a stat recently 
think some research via Sage that said that 41% of the world's population right now is under 25. Exactly. Are they going to stand for outdated, clunky things? They were created in the 90s when these people weren't even alive. Because they live on their phones. This is the world that they recognize. And these are going to be your future employees as a CPA firm. They're going to be your future clients. Mm -hmm. And that's the way the world is going. So, Alison, this Mm -hmm. is terrific. It sounds like you're changing the world with Lissio. You work with professional firms internationally? Yeah, we have clients everywhere, actually. We do. So if people want to have a conversation with you, find out about some of the great stuff you're doing, what's a good way for them to reach you? Well, actually, if I can give you some links to put in the podcast, Rob. But it's really simple. The website's just lissio.me. So Lissio is L-I-S-E-I-O. Well, Alison, it's been great talking to you today. I want to finish with asking you to get your crystal ball out. Yeah. We've had a challenging year this year. Tougher times are to come. Loans that have been taken out are going to become repaid. Tax bills that have been deferred are going to become repayable. Double digit recession, unemployment, everything else. What do you think is coming up in 2021? But more to the point, what excites you about what's coming up? Yeah. So there's definitely all the challenges that I think you mentioned, Rob, but I just feel it in my bones that 2021 is going to be a time when we all pull together as humans. I feel like we're going to just understand the importance of truly supporting each other. We will have the vaccine. It's coming. New businesses are opening. I think it's just going to feel different. When we get into 2021, we're all going to come up and say, oh, okay, let's get on with it. I actually am really excited to see where we take things. It's like it's our future. You know, human resiliency and kindness never fails to inspire me. We just have to make sure we remind people that we're human and we're resilient and we're kind. And we do have as humans the ability to endure adversity and to come back, don't we? Yeah, resiliency is the key. And I think if anybody listening today thinks that they've done a poor job of surviving the year, the fact that you are here and you're listening to this now, pat yourselves on the back. It means you're resilient. Yeah. It means you are someone who wakes up every day and says, okay, what's going on today? Yeah. What can I do today? Well, Alison Ball of Lissio.me, it's been so good to talk to you today. You've done an amazing reinvention of yourself since you into it days. <laughs> and it's clear that you're so passionate yeah. about where you're going right now. And uh, God has a job for you to do and you're doing that job, which is amazing. So thank you so oh, much for your thank you, and your Rob. today. Thank you, Rob. It's always really, really fun. This is the Accounting Influencers Podcast with Rob Brown and Martin Bissett. Martin, the Countex just gets bigger and bigger, doesn't it? It does, it does. And it's the biggest, I'd say biggest show in Europe, and I'm thinking maybe the biggest show in the world. What we know for sure is the one-stop shop for digital and in-person events. With the following it's built over the years, Accountex packed a punch that's with events that are dedicated to both the accounting and finance professionals. Yeah, and it's all CPD accredited as well. They've got a virtual summit coming up 10th, 11th of November, which is free to attend. And they've got some interesting topics coming up there, haven't they? Digital assets, social mobility, future of cloud accounting, commercializing opportunities for NTD, penalty reform, not your normal lineup. Yeah, and it's all ramping up to the big event they've got going on in London at the Excel Arena. It's the largest in Europe. And if you want your CPD points, if you want to find out what's happening, don't forget to book that in your diary for the 11th and 12th of May. And there's a website they can go to, Martin. Yeah, accountex.co.uk or indeed follow them on Twitter at at accountex. That's at accountex. <laughs>